0: All right. Let's open in prayer this evening. Father, thank you for uh, your blessings to us. We thank you uh, that the the weather is going to warm back up. Thank you for each one here tonight, and we uh, desire tonight that you would be lifted up and that our hearts would be stirred and cultivated uh, with gratitude. And we ask that your Holy Spirit, Lord, would attend and would enable, and that you would be magnified and pleased with what goes on here tonight. In Jesus' name, Amen. You may be seated. Um, Stephen, if you could maybe be getting that handheld um, put together in case we need that a little bit later in the service, if you turn to Psalm 113, Psalm 113, I'm going to read uh, the first two verses, and when we, when we get to the third, I would like you to read it out loud together with me, Psalm 113, I'll read the first two verses, and we'll read the third together. Psalm 113. Are you there? Good. All right. Almost. All right. Psalm 113. I'll begin, and you join me out loud on the third, if you would. Praise ye the Lord. Praise, O ye servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord from this time forth and forevermore. From the rising of the sun. Unto the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. Would you read it with me one more time? Just verse 3. From the rising of the sun unto the going down of the same, the Lord's name is to be praised. Now, I'm going to ask a few volunteers. David, uh, could you help me out in uh, reading Psalm 107? I want you to turn to Psalm 107, and Paul, if you would help. And John, Mark, and Nathan, if you four would come up, and I'm gonna have you read through this psalm with us, okay? Psalm 107, if you'll come up here. David, I'm gonna have you read verses 1 through 8, all right? 1 through 8. And uh, John, Mark, I'll have you read verses 9 through 15. Paul, if you'll read verses 16 to 21. And Nathan, if you'll read 22 to 31. And each time these men get to this phrase, I want us to join out loud. Look at verse number 8. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Every time we come to that verse or that statement, we'll, we'll say it out loud together. All right, David, if you'll start us off verses 1
1: through 8. Just right up here to the microphone. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good for his mercy endureth forever let the redeemed of the lord say so whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathered them out of our out of the lands from the east and from the west from the north and from the south they wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way they found no city to dwell in hungry and thirsty their soul fainted in them then they cried unto the lord in their trouble And he delivered them out of their distresses. And he led them forth by the right way, that they might go to a city of habitation. Oh, Oh, that that men would praise the Lord for his his goodness and for his 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 wonderful wonderful works to the children of men. For he
2: satisfieth the longing soul and filleth the hungry soul with goodness such as sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, being bound in affliction and iron, because they rebelled against the words of God and contemned the counsel of the Most High. Therefore he brought down their heart with labor. They fell down, and there was none to help. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and brake their bands in sunder, O oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men.
3: For he hath broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron in sunder. Fools, because of their transgressions and because of their iniquities, are afflicted. Their soul abhorth all manner of meat, and they draw near unto the gates of Of death. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saveth them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that That men men would praise praise the Lord for his his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men.
4: And let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving, and declare His works with rejoicing. They that go down to the sea and ships that do business in great waters, these see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep, for He commandeth and raiseth the stormy wind which lifteth up the waves thereof, they mount up to the heavens, they go down again to the depths, their soul is melted because of trouble, they reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man. And are at their wits end. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble. And he bringeth them out of their distresses. He maketh the storm a calm. So that the waves thereof are still. Then are they glad. Because they be quiet. So he bringeth them into their desired haven. Oh that men would praise the Lord for his goodness. And for his wonderful works to the children of men.
0: Judson's going to come now and lead us in a neat song of thanksgiving that's real balanced. Pay attention to the text as we sing it.
2: Tim number 78, Tim number 78 Thanks to God for my Redeemer. It's one of, one of his wonderful works to the children of men. In fact, probably his greatest work to the children of men. Let's sing it out. Thanks to God for my Redeemer. Thanks for all Thou dost provide. Thanks for times now but a memory. Thanks for Jesus by my side. Thanks for pleasant, cheerful springtime. Thanks for summer, winter, fall. Thanks for tears by now for God. Within my soul, thanks for prayers that thou hast answered, thanks for what thou dost deny. Thanks for storms that I have weathered, thanks for all thou dost supply. and let's sing it out now on the last. Thanks for roses by the wayside, thanks for thorns their stems contain, thanks for homes and thanks for fireside, thanks for hope that sweet refrain, thanks for joy and thanks for sorrow, thanks for heavenly peace with. Hope in the tomorrow. Thanks through all eternity. Thank
0: you, Jackson. All right. Thanks for joy and thanks for sorrow. It's a mature Christian who understands and recognizes the value of both of those things, that both of those are necessary in our lives. I uh, handed out last week and offered, again on Sunday, uh, a list of, uh, of gratitude starters. And if anybody didn't get one or would like another one, we have a few left over, if anybody uh, would like those yes, there's a few, David if you'll grab those, thank you. I appreciate that. All right. I sat down and took some time to write out several uh, for me, but we're just going to begin working through this list tonight, and um, And if you, I hope you feel comfortable enough to share here and there. Sometimes we'll have uh, the microphone. Is that what you got, Charity? Are you the microphone lady? All right, great. Um, We will have uh, the microphone maybe for certain of these testimonies. If you need uh, uh, that, just kind of raise your hand if it's going to be a little bit longer. But sometimes maybe you're just calling out individual things to me. And I'll try to repeat some of them for the sake of our live stream. But... uh, we looked at 13, or we suggested 13 different angles that we could uh, kind of come look at life as we're trying to think about uh, things for which we could be thankful. And we started off with little things, uh, little things. I've heard before the saying, if you woke up tomorrow with only the things for which you thanked God today, what would you have? Now, you might say, oh, well, pastor, that's silly. I don't say, uh, God, thank you for my refrigerator, and thank you for this food that I'm taking out of my refrigerator, and thank you for the stove in which I cook my food in, and thank you for the shoes in which I walk. You say, that would, be, that would just be too much. Well, it starts to show you, doesn't it, what the Lord gives us. Uh, just We're just walking in constant blessings. Uh, so I'm not saying that you're, you're wrong if you don't thank God for absolutely everything that you have, but it it gets to gets us to thinking. Wow, we have a lot of things that we think are kind of little. We take them for granted. Uh, so little things that uh, just make up a big part of your life. Uh, name some of those. Uh, I thought of. Um, discount grocery stores. You know we've got a few of those around, and uh, and I love it when she comes home with like twelve or sixteen packs of yogurt. That's just fantastic. Um, found my coffee creamer at an exceptional price uh, at a discount grocery store. Um, and another thing I had was a large backyard. Um, we've got a we've got a big backyard. That's a blessing. A two car garage, a shed, a full basement. It gives us space, and um, and I really appreciate that. Not everybody has that. Um, what else? What else did you? come up with some of these little things that just seem like they're they're maybe piddly, but they really are a blessing. What what do you think? Just uh call call it out, all right? Yeah. Warmth. Yeah, absolutely. Good. Yes, Nathan. About 5 years ago I had to quit drinking coffee and the Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good. Nathan said he used to have to cut coffee at 5 o'clock, and now because of the work he's doing, he can come home, drink two cups, and still go right to bed. Doesn't bother him at all. That's a blessing, have coffee later in the day. Good. What else? Yes, Persephone. Uh,
4: on mine. Yep.
0: tools? Yes, good. Is that mic on um, the wireless? I'm not for sure. It should be on, yours should be. Can you hear me? There you go, yep.
5: Okay, so I have books on here, and duct tape.
0: Duct tape, indeed.
5: And uh, Miracle Whip, and not being colorblind, I think that is big deal we don't think about it that's but right that could fit in later here too
0: but color. yeah okay
5: and I really love when in the spring in the garden those little tiny sprouts just start
0: and you see a whole row, little little row of little sprouts
5: that's like one of my favorite things.
0: good good who else little things Jack uh-huh when he
6: said he didn't need any uh-huh. You well, know, he drinks them, but he goes to sleep. Me, like, during the daytime in school, I need some at home because in school I'll yawn and I'll yawn and I'll yawn and I'll barely stop yawning unless I have coffee.
0: Oh, yeah? Yes. So you're, you're thankful for coffee, too? Yeah. All right. Wow. Mom, you had something? Yeah. Little things. I just think of my little and my and my and my Good. Oh, that's right. yeah.
5: My life's full of them and I love them.
0: Flowers and seeds and yes, yeah. Mom really loves flowers, got a lot of them at home. Yes.
7: I'm thankful for the color pink birthdays, thrift stores, and sunglasses.
0: There we go. Color pink, birthdays, thrift stores, sunglasses. All right, a couple more and then we'll move on to the next one. Anybody else? All right, little things. Q tips. Q tips. <laughs> there we go. Where would we be? All right. Number two, I, let's see, I put, um, uh, we bought this handheld massager 20 years ago, <laughs> um, and at times I probably thought, oh, you know, we shouldn't have spent the money, you know, that was just an impulse buy, and now I'm pretty <laughs> thankful i got that massager. I'm um, thankful for mole traps, and uh, I'm thankful that my son likes table tennis. That uh, that's good. All right, uh, gifts from others. Sometimes it's not a physical object. I was thinking today, I was as thinking more about this service, um, uh, how Proverbs talks about an encouraging word, you know, uh, a well-placed word. It's like an apple of gold and pictures of silver, something like that, and, and uh, just, you know, a word of encouragement. But maybe it's something physical too that somebody gave you. I thought about uh, the leaf blower that my dad gave to me, or um, Tom Balsamo, over time, has made me custom a, a, a pen. He made me a handmade ink pen that's, that's lathed the wood, and then he made me a, 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 a tumbler that's made out of wood. Uh, so I, those are gifts that I appreciate. What else? Gifts from somebody. Any that you have written down you want to share? Yes, Audrey. Yes, yes, very good. So we got Dad a headlamp, um, and his vision is struggling, and boy, that really helps to light things up. Good. Audrey?
6: I'm thankful for my sewing machines that a dear lady from North Carolina
0: gave me. Good, sewing machine. Good, that was given to her. All right, anything else that you think of? You know, there's a particular thing somebody gave me, and I'm just thankful for that special thing. Persephone? I
5: have, like, a whole book I wrote Yeah, there. good, good. <laughs> um, something that I'm thankful it's a gift that my grandpa actually gave me. It was advice. And I asked him one time when I was pretty young, maybe a teenager, um, what, why do good people like Christian people go through trials and hard times? Hmm. I was just kind of curious what he would say. And uh, he said, because your neighbors are watching. And he said, it's an opportunity for you to praise God, you know, give him praise even in a hard time. So it's a testimony. But then he said it was um, an encouragement to other people that Mm -hmm. are going through something. You might not even know, but if they watch you and you can have still a good attitude and keep going you might be encouraging them to keep going. Mm-hmm. And I just so always like that. He said it's because your neighbors are watching.
0: Yes, good. And so the gift there was advice. Have you ever thought about when you go to ask somebody advice, even if you don't care for what they tell you, that that's a gift? <laughs> okay, good. Any other gifts? Yes, sir, Daniel. I, uh,
8: sorry. It could have gone, it, it gone into the first question, I guess. Sure. But it feels like a gift to me anytime my kids, I hear their laughter, and they're just so happy. Yes, um, I hear them giggling or laughing in their room, or they're outside playing. That just absolutely warms my heart, and it feels like they're giving me something.
0: Yes, that's a good, good point. When his kids laugh, it feels like they're giving him something because it's just so heartwarming. Yes, Emma. I
9: have, I have two gifts. My first one was when I was eleven; my parents gave me a Bible for Christmas, and it's truly the only Christmas gift I ever that I actually remember the gift, and I still have that Bible. It's gone with me to college and everywhere else. I love that Bible. And then the second gift would be the things that my girls draw for me almost daily. (laughs) You have to refrain from almost um, you can't keep it all, and so you have to um, purge when they're not watching, but they give countless gifts, and it's very sweet.
0: (laughs) Amen. That's good. Um, Gifts from God himself. James 1.17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. God gives us lots of gifts. Can you think of one in particular that uh, you're thankful for? Or a few, if you've got them on your list. Uh, Heidi has got some down here. Security. Yes. Good. If it's just a short one, David will. Yes. The stars. Yes. Amen. And we live kind of in a dark enough area you can see it. Nathan.
4: Solomon said in Proverbs, a prudent wife is from the Lord. Amen. And I had Jenny for 22 years. And she was a profound and tremendous gift. And now God's given grace. And grace is grace. And I'm very grateful for her. And then when Esau and Jacob met, Esau asked, who are these? Talking Hmm. about Leah and Rachel's children and Jacob said, these are the children which the Lord hath graciously given thy servant. Oh, good. I'm grateful for my children, too.
0: Amen. Good. Good. Excellent. A prudent wife is from the Lord and the children that God graciously gave. Good. Gifts from God. Felicia?
7: Um, I had a gift. Hold it it nice and close. I had two gifts from God, Um, they were patience and hope, patience to get through this world and hope, the expectancy that we can, that we are going to see him again.
0: Yes, yep. Visiting with people um, a number of times have used the the old song text and you'll know it, strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow. Those two blessings uh, are really neat put together. I had a uh, peace and the preserved word. Good. Any others? Y- yes, Debbie. Um, that's okay. No.
10: At my mom's parents in the summer, and their daily Bible readings, hmm. and just they made me a part of them, and that's where I was at Bible school when I accepted Jesus. And when we lost Grandpa, I knew we lost our spiritual leader. He was the leader of the whole family at that wow. time, wow. and they were just special. They were my mom was an only child, mm-hmm. so it was just a special gift. Wow. And, I remer- and Grandma was a teacher, and yes, all neat. that
0: yeah. neat, good, yes, Bethany.
11: Um, one would just be salvation in itself. Like, that's clearly from him and then the hope of heaven that we have.
0: Sure. Yes. Salvation and the hope of heaven. Good. Good. We could talk all night about that, right? (laughs) Good. Any others before we move on? Jack? Right up there.
6: One thing I'd like to um, say that the lord has given me is my salvation and the price he's given Mm -hmm. and also the choice to um meet everybody here because i've been here for almost five years so basically i've met almost everybody here well not everybody but i'm getting to meet everybody but another thing that the lord has given me that i'm very blessed of is um my salvation and the opportunity to get used to others. And I just want to say thank you for letting me be here. And this ain't a gift from you. I mean, it is, but it's not. It's a gift from the Lord. Yeah. I'd good. like to say thank you.
0: Yeah, good. Edith, did you have something? Answered prayer. Good, good. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um,
3: First Timothy 3.15. But if I tarry long that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to, to behave thyself in that house of God, which is a church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. Um, the church has been the, the pillar and ground of the truth in my life. It's been the foundation where I've learned the Bible. I've learned what um, true Christianity is and each stage of our life uh, before we were married, God brought me to a good church um, with, of course, Pastor Yoder, Um, and then we went, then we spent a lot of our adult life in a good church, and God really helped us to grow there, and now God has brought us here, and it's, it's a blessing. Um, Each stage of our life, God has used the church significantly Hmm. to help us grow as Christians, and I'm thankful for that.
0: Good, good. Amen. All right, let me move to the next one here. Um, if you had to write down your top ten, not that you, not that you have to give me the top ten, but uh, some if you say, wow, out of all my blessings, what would I have to say are the top ten? Can you give me a couple, a few of those that would be in your top ten?
1: Yes, David. Um, I have to thank God for my family. Family. Um, they've really been instrumental in my spiritual life.
0: Good, good. Your family. Good, how many would agree with that? Your family's a part of that top 10 for sure, for sure. I'll have it broken down into a few, but yeah. And certainly we would say um, your salvation, right, would be in the top 10. But as I was thinking about mine, and maybe you would think something about this too, what led to that point? Who did God use? What circumstances were there? Who, who cared about you that they told you about it, or they took the time to explain it, or... Um, Uh, They were instrumental in you learning the gospel. Um, I thought about my mom, who was available to pray with me as a little boy, um, but also then the time and instruction of a professor years down the road who helped me walk through the issue of doubt. Um, Thankful for both, both ends of that, and people who cared in between. Um, What else? Top ten. Top ten. Yeah. (laughs)
5: Um, I didn't really play with dolls, <laughs> uh. <laughs> and I kind of, when we played, we if we played house or whatever, I was going off to be a secretary somewhere, and we would pretend we played instruments in the evening or something, but I just <laughs> never played with dolls, so then, not that I never thought about having kids, it just never was something I really wanted, mm-hmm. and then once I became a mom, it was the best thing that I ever knew, and I can't think of anything better at this point in my life so it is probably one of my absolute top favorite blessings
0: being a mom yes good okay what else all right uh yes daniel
8: wanted to echo uh family especially uh my wife's support in things like health like to a, to a point where genuinely I probably wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for her and just the selflessness over and over and over again that is expressed through this incredible institute that God has set up that we call marriage and yet the the friendship and the closeness and genuinely um, God working through her um, just, to, just to give me that support and then we were talking about salvation and what led up to that for me specifically um, I'm extremely thankful for Ministries like uh, answers in Genesis Mm -hmm. or creation ministries where for me um, That's basically what led me to Christ is I had something to stand on Mm. um, and then when uh, Something that made a lot more sense came along which was creation uh, And that was presented that kind of took the rug out from underneath me and made me start questioning uh, Everything else and if creation is true Then so must be the Bible and everything that he says and I must be accountable to my creator and, uh, and so I'm very, very thankful that there, was, there were people out there willing to, willing to meet me where I was at and where I felt I had a, a strong argument against it. Yes,
0: good, good. Um, let me see here. We're only at number four. Let's go to number five. Something, something God has done in my life, he's taught or provided. Uh, David said in Psalm 37... In verse 25, he said, I have been young and now I'm old, yet have I not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Um, So he knew that the Lord had provided for him, he'd provided for the righteous. Um, What's something that God's done in your life he's taught or provided? For me, I put, uh, he's repeatedly worked through my limitation. Um, Despite my inexperience or lack of preparation sometimes, lack of time or whatever, uh, or lack of foresight, God's uh, still showed himself strong, and I appreciate that. All right, anybody else on something God has done in my life? Yes, sir, Paul. Good. 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 Paul's saying just the clear direction God gave to move here, how he provided things on time and in order. I appreciate that. Uh, neat to see that. Good. Um, what else? Um, something God has done in your life, taught or provided? Yes, Felisa and then Mom.
7: God has taught me to use my tongue wisely. Sometimes I sit here and I'll be thinking about things I've done before. And my uh, when I was at a different church and just the things I said to people, I realize now could have been hurtful or rude to my friends. Mm-hmm. And they never took it wrong. But um, God taught me how to use my tongue wisely.
0: Brings you along as a little child, destiny, And you learn and grow. Good.
5: Yep, and God has uh, taught me to trust Him. No matter what, and He's been faithful in His love and comfort during you know tragic times like Aaron's passing.
0: Amen. Amen, David. All right. Yes, Bethany.
11: Isaiah forty-one thirteen, I think, says something like, "I thy." I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee, I will help thee. And with my husband being gone, God's proved that over and over and over again to me, and I'm just super thankful for it.
0: Good, good. Good. Number six. Now, this one, people might go, what? Invisible blessings. Um the idea that when you see, basically being thankful that something hasn't happened, it, uh, it reflects on what you have when you look at what someone else is going through, a difficulty that you realize, wow, when I look at them and I realize I don't have to face that, uh, it causes you to be, have a positive side to that testimony. Um, I'm thankful that there are many things from which God saved me, uh, that my testimony doesn't have to include scars uh, from an adult lifestyle. Now some people it is, and they do, but uh, I'm just thankful that, uh, that early on God was giving me instruction through people, and uh, when I was about two, mom and dad were saved, and as they were growing spiritually, I was growing physically, and the Lord permitted me to have a Christian family. That was a tremendous blessing. Uh, any invisible blessings that you look at, and it causes you to think of some other things to thank God for.
5: Um, When we were kids, we were in a really bad accident. And um, my dad was driving, and my sister and I were injured really severely. And um, he was engaged at the time to be married, and his fiance was actually killed. But um, after it was over and we were in the hospital and all that, my sister had much more severe injuries than I did, and I was able to have a surgery and get sewn up and, you know, everything where I could go home again, and she couldn't. And we were in rooms, like, side by side, and she wasn't even waking up. Mm-hmm. And so after a week, I went home, and she was still in a coma. And so, <sighs> sorry, I don't know why I got so emotional.
12: It's okay. Okay.
5: I'm just really thankful that I have my sister. But at that time she uh, she was not okay and uh, she ended up with severe brain injury and um she was 10 <laughs> and it was just like just like losing your best friend and um we just kind of reversed roles and I went um from being a little sister to being a big sister. Mm. And kind of having to take care of her a lot of times. um, And every day I'm reminded of all the things I get to do Mm. that she's never been able to do.
10: Mm.
5: And um, you know, you can sometimes, if you're a sibling of uh, a child with any kind of disability, sometimes you can have guilt. Mm. You feel bad that they can't do some things that you can Um, and it's nothing you can do about it, but it has taught me so many things and it's taught me so much compassion for people with disabilities, compassion for families that have to be months in hospitals. My sister was in the hospital for nine months Mm. and just the, you know, people going without finances and having to figure out housing and and what to do with their children and all the things that go with something severe happening Mm -hmm. where people are in the hospital so I'm thankful for all of those things that that taught me,
0: mm-hmm.
5: but also um, every day I get to do so many things because I didn't have a brain injury. And you're more aware so of it. So that's my, yeah. you know, good. my silent, uh, what did you call it? Invisible, invisible blessing.
0: blessing. Yeah, good. Um, Debbie, you did that. you have your hand up? No, I'm sorry. I have David, uh, David bring you the mic.
10: Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we met really young in life, in, in our youth group, and what a blessing that! And that hasn't happened for our children or whatever. And but at the same time, we married. I married David right out of high school, and it's been. He's just been such a blessing. I mean, couldn't imagine anything different. But at the same time, there were several young couples that did get married. And their marriages didn't hmm. you know, classmates, I guess is what I'm trying to share. Yeah. And it just that didn't last.
0: But it emphasizes the blessing it of the just, marriage you have. Yeah.
10: Just a blessing for the children that we've had and that are married and good. Good. Whatever. But yeah. Yeah. So kind of invisible. Yes,
0: I understand. Uh mom, did you have one? Recent
5: past people
0: um, who we know who've
5: had COVID Mm -hmm. and have had serious uh, complications and have had repeat complications, and I'm thinking, wow, I mean that could be me, and it wasn't.
0: And it's, Amen. Good, that's what we're talking about. Good Um, to move on to number seven, Romans five, one through eleven. Romans five, one through eleven. If you read through that passage, therefore. Being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. For when ye were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man uh, some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us that uh, stuck out to to me, that I uh, enjoy. Of course, there's a lot of truth here, but by whom uh, also, verse two, we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand, Uh, that we stand in grace and we have access to that. That's a blessing to me, that sticks out to me out of Romans chapter five, the grace wherein we stand. Something, another uh, phrase or truth that sticks out to somebody in that passage there? But in particular yes Emma the, the 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 mm-hmm. yes the love of God shed abroad in our hearts by the power of the Holy Ghost good
9: uh, growing up we heard our dad give his salvation testimony so many times to all of the friends and people yes. that we invited over we just felt like we constantly had friends over and the testimony was given all over again so dad was just quoting scripture all of the time And he loved Romans 5, and he would always quote verse 8, but verse 9, much more than being now justified by his blood. And he just loved to talk about being justified and that it was done. And it was just, um, I've just so loved the book of Romans because of my dad. So this chapter is very, very special, especially.
0: Amen. This is true. And if you haven't had a chance to hear Joe Mm -hmm. just talk about how he loves a verse in Romans, ask him sometime. You need that blessing in your own life. It's uh, been a blessing to me. All right, uh, number eight, a trial God has used to draw you closer, to grow you, demonstrate his love to you. Psalm 119, verse 71, uh, the psalmist says, it's good for me that I have been afflicted. Um, Let me finish off the verse right here Um, in verse 71. It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I might learn thy statutes. Um, God's puts you through trials and that's a blessing that's a blessing is there uh, uh, a trial that you'd like to share there's two things I thought number one a, not really a trial so much as a burdensome responsibility um, that just keeps you really alert to uh, to the uh, soberness of this but it's parenting how important parenting is um, the Lord uses that to uh, to grow us closer and to draw us closer Um and then my frozen shoulder <laughs> is, is that for me. Um, all right.
1: Anybody else? Yes, David. Um. We lived in Missouri a while ago. And a little bit louder. We lived in Missouri a while ago, and we lived close to a river. One time we went swimming there, and I went too far out, and... I was drowning, and my dad went in to save me. Um, Later, we talked that night, and he said that if I had died, that would have meant God had no plan for me. But because I'm still alive and I'm
3: here, God still
0: has a plan for me. Amen. Amen. Good. God used that crisis there, didn't he, in your life. Um, Number... Let me skip to number 10. Um, What blessings have given you the most comfort in crisis? When you've been in a crisis, what blessings have stood out to you? Amen. Thank you, Dan. Love you. Any other thing that you want to share? A blessing that's been a comfort in crisis. Persephone. Um,
5: when I was seven, my parents got divorced. And A little bit I remember, closer. Oh, sorry. When I was seven, my parents got divorced. And it was really volatile. And I remember thinking, you can't trust the grown-ups. And... Then I remember thinking, well, if you can't trust the grown-ups, well, who can you trust? And um, I had had a week of Bible school, which I'm really, really fond of Bible school because every day it's a building block. Hmm. A lot of times kids just come once a week on Sundays to Sunday school, but Bible school is every day, and it gives you a chance to really connect the dots. So I think I was connecting dots all week long, and then by Sunday, then I was in Sunday school thinking about, you know, Jonah being swallowed by a big fish and um, how you <laughs> you'd really have to be trusting somebody to think you're going to get out of that kind of a mess, you know. And then I always like the story of the men in the fiery furnace and the level of trust that they had to have that they could have even gotten in there without even being burned, you know. And so it was because of my distrust that it just pushed me to trust the Lord because I knew there was nobody else you could possibly trust. Hmm. And um, I feel like that's probably helped me the most because it's even hard for me to trust God. But I realize more than ever that I can go to Him because I've grown up with trust issues and it's hard for me to go to people. And it's probably helped me trust Him more. And I'm really thankful for that. And, um, so that's probably a crisis. That's kind of a combination yeah. of a bunch of things there, but, um, and good. I'm just so thankful for that.
0: Good. It sticks out to me that you think about vacation Bible school, teaching kids, uh, to trust in God through story and song, um, the, uh, the tools that those can be in our hands to, uh, to teach things, something profound that they need to grow in life. Good. Um, any other particular blessings in crisis? Yes, John Mark. Yes. Good, godly counsel. Having somebody that you can go to that you can bounce bounce it off of. Good. Let's see, I put uh, Heidi and counselors and friends and sleep. There's a couple more, but sleep can be a good thing uh, in a crisis, huh? All right, yes, Debbie.
10: Um, I can't remember. Oh, it was 19 years ago. Was it? Where had you come yet? Uh-huh.
0: Well, right around that time. Okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, so only 20 years.
10: First time I ever had a checkup, and they said, "Well, we don't think it's anything." But and for six weeks they told me that through every test, got through six weeks and they said it was cancer. Just totally shocked us. Hmm. So that's when it hit for me. Was is my faith real? do I really believe it? Jacob was only 10. I might not see him grow up. And it took me a week. Just I had to just pray about it, be in prayer. I didn't want to be around people. And after that week, I was fine. I was like, okay, Lord, I'm in this to fight and for your glory. And so it was a witness to my friends that weren't Christians. And, and so through all that process, we got a second opinion, and they found out I didn't have cancer. The day before my surgery, and it's just a miracle. Meanwhile, I just think I just have to laugh because people are praying in in Iowa because Jacob was at the Christian school. People are praying in Illinois because I was supposed to do my student teaching. People were praying in Missouri, and when they told me that, I just laughed because I didn't. I just thought I don't know if this is right. And we went down for the final checkup, and the doctor was mad. and, and, but I was just like, I cried more knowing that I was okay than I did when I thought I was going to be sick, but through it all, there was, there was humor to it, Mm -hmm. but it just had to really hit the fan. Do you believe what you believe? And if God takes me tomorrow, is that okay? Basically, that's what had to be.
0: Anyway, Good. Use that time. All right. Let me move, um, to number 11, individuals who have influenced you or affected you in a positive way. Now, maybe we don't know who they are, but you've got a name in mind. Bethany, um, right back here. I'm sorry. Paul.
11: Um, I'm super thankful for Emelyn because the Lord really used her to connect with me freshman year and watching her mom go every, through everything that she did and fighting the cancer. And then a little bit later, my mom going through a similar journey, not as hard, but then watching Emily play piano for her mom's funeral and then God walking me through kind of the same thing. Hmm. God's just really used her in my life, and I'm super thankful.
0: Amen. Amen. Paul?
3: I guess this could tie into the, la- the last one, but the Holy Spirit, um, I would, um, when, when I, there are several times that he's given me strength, and um, when I was in the public school when I was a teenager you know, I remember uh, when I brought my Bible to school I would need strength to get through that because there was a lot of peer pressure hmm. and he gave me strength then um, in Bible college when it seemed like I had no one uh, he gave me strength then to keep on um, and when I mean no one my family wasn't you know, communicating with me. And then I, I just, more than once in my life, you know, um, when we're driving somewhere and no one knows our problems, mm. no one can get to our hearts, but the Holy Spirit does and gives us strength. Um, and then in, in work, in different places where we need boldness, he, he always, when we reach out to him, and sometimes I don't, but whenever we take time to focus on him and ask him for strength um he always meets meets us amen and i'm thankful for that
0: excellent good person of the holy spirit good
5: um so um i've grown up here my whole life um started out in the nursery and um on up but i'm thankful for my friends um I I'm sure all teenagers have struggles and stuff that they go through um but my friends would always bring me back to God hmm. and um point me back to him when I was struggling and that was um definitely needed and a blessing um but then also my husband um I've had some issues with like being open and um actually saying what's making me mad so just like go in the other room um but he's helped me become a better person um and just yep. help me
0: amen good anybody else there before i move on somebody that's been a particular blessing in your life uh felicia just go ahead and tell me and i can Nate and Matt Burns, yeah, good, amen.
9: Um, I would think of two people, my dad especially, I'm just incredibly thankful for him especially with his 80th birthday last week and things, it was just kind of a time to just think back and writing his birthday card and things just, it's too much to write in one card but <laughs> I really do appreciate him and his input and of course mom too, but um, just my, especially my dad and then also um, I was not saved until we came to this church, and I was around 16 at that point. Mm -hmm. And we came here, and so much of life at our other church was a lot of activities and doing and a big youth group and a lot to do. And when we came here, it was a lot slower pace, and we went through the scriptures much more slowly, and Pastor Dietrich just went slowly, and we were doing a... uh, I think he was doing First Peter on Wednesday nights, and there's just a lot of depth and richness there. And eventually I came to understand I never was saved. And I was able to, I then got saved the year that I graduated from high school. And it was just a real blessing to me to go through the scriptures slowly and to actually digest what it's actually saying. And so between dad and Pastor Dietrich, I really, I'm just incredibly thankful for my salvation.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you. All right. Now, number 12, um, I'm not going to ask you what the qualities are. How many of you took some time to uh, write down family members and some qualities that were positive? Good. Good. Number 13, let's close with this, of course. A passage of Scripture that expresses or reminds me of something for which I'm especially thankful. A passage of Scripture which reminds me of something for which I'm especially thankful. A truth, maybe, that sticks out to you, that you just love.
5: Um, it's a strange verse that to have as your favorite verse, but my favorite verse is when it talks about Jesus being despised and rejected of men, a mm-hmm. man of sorrow is acquainted with grief. And I've, I've had a lot of um, sorrowful things happen in my life and my family. And I've just always been so thankful that Jesus can be the friend of a wounded heart and he can understand. And I just love that scripture.
0: Amen. Man of sorrows, what a name for the Son of God who came, ruined sinners to reclaim. Hallelujah. What a Savior. Good. Um, what else? Another passage of scripture. Yes, Daniel. Yeah, I really
8: it. Um, a, a verse that's always really stood out to me is Isaiah um, chapter 30 verses 20 through 21 uh, where it says we will see our teacher and whether we turn to the right, this is a paraphrase, but whether we turn to the right or turn to the left, we'll hear a voice behind us saying this is the way, walk in it. Hmm. And I don't think... Uh, I don't remember where it is, but uh, Jesus says something that I don't think I fully understand yet. But he said, uh, it's better for me to go and for the Holy Spirit to come. Mm. So we're actually better now as believers than we were when Jesus himself was walking here by Jesus's own admission and instruction. And that is amazing to know that through all of this, I had the Holy Spirit. I had the Holy Spirit for a lot of these Um, Mm -hmm. And just dwelling on the Holy Spirit that we quite literally have, if you will, someone with us at all times that can tell us, turn right or turn left. This is the way, walk in it. And uh, so that's the verse for me, I think, that I'm most thankful for that really sticks out.
0: Yes, good. Okay. Yes, Nathan. Nathan. Yes, gentle and lowly of heart. Amen.
7: Psalm one twenty five one um is uh reminds me that God is with me, God surrounds me, and God cannot be moved.
0: Okay. Good. Good. Yes, Lisa. Over here. Yes.
10: I don't have to think about it. I don't have to make it right. All I have to do is be still and know who I'm trusting.
0: Good. 2 Corinthians 8, 9. There's a number of them, or excuse me, 9, 8, but it's just a tremendous passage. God is able to make all grace abound toward you, that ye, always having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. Uh, What a fantastic... uh